The Road to Hayward is presented by the National Scholastic Athletics Foundation. NSAF has put on world-class events for the next generation of athletes for over 30 years now. Over 400 Olympians earning nearly 200 medals have participated in the NSAF championship events. NSAF is presenting the Nike Outdoor National Meet June 15th through 18th at Hayward Field, which is the greatest track and field stadium on the planet. To get more info about this world-class meet, visit NikeOutdoorNationals.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the short series, The Road to Hayward. I'm your host, Dominic Schleter, and The Road to Hayward is a short mini-series that will tell and document the stories of some of the top athletes competing at the Nike Outdoor National Meet this year. And I get to speak with the one and only Alexander Chukukelu today. Alex is the man. I love this conversation. Alex is so vibrant and just has this contagious, positive personality about him that made today's conversation so much fun. Uh, Yeah, I just loved getting to meet Alex, hearing his story. He's the number one high school hurdler in the country right now. Uh, He's going to compete for the University of Kentucky next year. And this kid is on fire. He's just, anytime he hits the track, he's looking to win a title or set a record. And uh, yeah, today's conversation was so much fun hearing about his backstory in the sport, his ambitions and goals for this year's Nike meet, um, his just story and general and winning his first state title in his home state of Texas this past weekend. So many different fun and and encouraging subjects that I'm sure will leave you motivated to chase after your dreams and your goals all the more because that's what Alex is doing. Before we get into today's episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you have not done so already, doing those two things takes between five and 10 seconds and helps us out immensely. And then something all of you can do is share today's episode or the podcast in general with a friend, a family member, a teammate, Doing that helps us to reach new people, and through that, we can hopefully inspire them in the process. So without further ado, I hope you all enjoy my conversation with the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, Alexander Chukukelo. Alex Chukukelo, welcome to the Running Effect podcast. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Super stoked for this. Uh, we're both seniors in high school, and we are DMing a little bit about this. You just graduated from high school. How are you feeling right now? Yeah, I feel great, dude. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, like I don't. I mean, I ain't kid no more. But like, you know, it's kind of sad because of how we thought about all the members we had together, all the people I grew up with. Now we're just going our separate ways, and now it's just now I'm I'm on my own, my own chapter, and about to go to college, and I'm just pretty excited to see what's there. You know, what's happening for me and everything. So, just can't wait. <laughs> Do you enjoy being out of school and just being able to like dedicate yourself fully to training or do you miss kind of having that other aspect that takes your mind off of the track so you're not thinking about it 24-7? Well, I ain't gonna lie, I do kind of miss the track though. So like I, I kind of, yeah, I wanted to build my uh, training to track and field. I mean, it's kind of easier to get like recovery time and rest without having to like you have school the next morning. So like you know, when I have homework to do, I have to wait, I have to stay up to 12 a.m. to do it and make sure it's in on the time it's due and having to wake up at like 7.30 in the morning. I was like, oh my gosh, it's another day. And I have trap practice, I have trap practice after school too. I was like, oh man, oh, I got, I have to wake up. I got, I need that energy, like, you know, but, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, since we're on summer break, now I can just devote everything to track, and now I can have all of the sleep I want to, like, literally. <laughs> Be honest with me, Alex. Do you procrastinate those school assignments? Ooh. Uh, 
<laughs> we'll see if your I teachers mean, are listening. Not really. He kind of got me somewhere, but at the same time, bro, I mean, <laughs> it's too stressful. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, but it took me a long way, so I got to give credit. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I want to say this past weekend was the Texas State meet. You ended up winning a state title there. Take me through this meet, your mindset, the races you ended up competing in, and ultimately what it feels like to be a state champion. Well, I mean, it was my first time going into state meet. I had a chance last year being able to make it and all, like freshman year, COVID, sophomore year, injury. And then, I mean, speaking of junior year, it's also another injury. But um, we came back from that, but not as strong as I expected it to be. Uh, you know, I went to the Mike A. Myers Stadium only twice this season. And it was the, before the state, it was Texas Relays that I went to, that went to the same place, won that. And uh, since now we're back at the state meet, you know, it's kind of like I got a feeling of the place, you know, but it's just a whole different environment and setting because, you know, it's a difference between Texas Relays and then a state meet, like which everybody starts peaking and everybody starts going at their full potential. And just going into it, I mean, I ain't gonna lie, I was a little nervous because it was my first time. So, like, <laughs> I didn't know what to do. But, like, I've been relying on my coaches. I've been asking for advice and to just focus on one hurdle at a time and to just, you know, just execute my own hurdles and my own race, my own 10 hurdles in that matter. And um, just go in and just have fun while doing it because this is my last year. I'm a senior and um, I just wanna. You know, I just want to have a memory with this, you know, either good or bad. At least I had experience and to carry that experience along with other people who would need it and who's going to want to be like the kids being at the stadium who wants to be like a state champion. That that's their dream. Like, you know, I can actually pass on and share that experience with them to know how it feels like, you know, to um, execute at a very high level in high school. Um, I was going into the practice. um practice track just always just listening to my music you know vibe even dancing with my music you know just so i can like not stress so much about the race you know just have a rhythm because it's all down to rhythm and everything how you flow with your body and how you react and um even in the drills and the hurdle drills of how like how you're supposed to have dorsiflex feet how your hips supposed to be stable and how your head is straight and how you're focusing on what you need to do and how to do it correctly and all of that and it all came down together mm -hmm. in the race and i felt i felt pretty superb at the end of it you know 1342 ain't bad into a headwind at wet conditions and humidity like it was all like it was the worst weather day ever but <laughs> we still got down and executed you know trust god trust the process and I got what I wanted, you know, even though it wasn't the number one time or the state record where everybody was talking about, though, I'm still happy. Like, you know, I brought the medal home back to my hometown and, you know, we just had an amazing, we just had an amazing day from there, you know, and all, all I had to focus on was graduation. So <laughs> you crossed the finish line in first, your first state meet as you just walked us through. What are the feelings and emotions when you realize you won your first state title and all the hard work, the training, the doubts, the setbacks of injuries the years prior, the COVID year, what did that mean to you in that moment, uh, the culmination of four years of hard work? Yeah, it meant everything to me. Like, I'm trying, I'm still trying to remember how I felt because it was just, it was just a unique feeling. 
that I got the finish line because I don't, I don't know if I could get that again. But uh, <laughs> but um, like I don't know, dude. Like it it, it was just overwhelming because like I was like I'm like I like I never gone to the state before in like my last year having an undefeated season. Like it's just this is too much. Like. <laughs> I don't know what God did to me, man, but I just want to say thank you to him (laughs) for everything because, you know, it was some bumpy roads. And and to get there to this point to cross the finish line in first place at a UIL 6A 110-meter hurdle track meet, like, it was was so competitive. And to actually get first, like, it meant everything to me. I try to explain the best I can, but like it's just so hard because it's too overwhelming thinking about it. I just couldn't believe it. Like <laughs> totally, I totally get it. You've mentioned your faith in in God a few times in this conversation already. I think something that separates the the best of the best from the average good athlete is running for something bigger than themselves. Sometimes that's a family member, a teammate, someone who went through something tragic. They're running for them. Uh, I feel like the most common one is to run for God and uh, to kind of glorify him on the big stage because he's given you the the gifts and the blessing of a healthy body and uh, the ability to train hard and all of that fun stuff. So can you maybe speak on your faith and how important it is to you to run for something bigger than yourself? Oh, yes, of course. Like, uh, God is like literally the way, the truth, and the life to everything in my life. Um, there's some times where it comes to races where I just didn't get what I want, even though I worked so hard and I prayed about it. Like, U20s, like from last year, U20s, to make the World uh, Championship national team. I got eighth in that. I got eighth technically because I got fourth in my heat. We're in the eighth fastest time going into the finals, but I wasn't able to run at finals because I didn't get top two automatically. Um, but uh, yeah, looking at that though, it kind of got me. I was like, man. I mean, I try to keep the positive attitude, but it was so hard doing it when like you have to look at the results and how like, man, bro. I thought I made it and everything like that, and I thought I could. I thought I can you know, run a faster time because I've been so focused. I've been so relaxed and everything. I've done all that and I still didn't get where I want. I even prayed about it at night, like telling God, like, man, God, I, I really need this. I really want this. And that was the problem because I wasn't seeing from his perspective what he wants for me, knowing that there's so much, there's so much better things out there than just that one race that you could have done your best. And how you and how and I think in that I feel like he was trying to test where my faith was at the moment and how I can improve off of that. Um, um, I just learned from Giannis under the Cupo when he said about when um, there's no such thing as failure in sports because it's all it all comes down to progress. And if you're failing multiple times though it's not actually failure it's a build up from there because uh you're using that to learn something for the better like it can help you like you made the mistake one time the next time when you go into that race i'm pretty you remember not to make that mistake again and you and you improve off of that you ran a time lower than what you ran last time and, and like it's little to little from there it's each every little project in the race that where you can you know, um, execute or be more efficient with it and try to prepare yourself 
for uh, another time being. Um, you know, God made some amazing big changes in my life. And I'm just grateful to give him all the glory. Like I said, I've been learning. I've been trying to change my habit to how I to talk to God on how to give him all the glory, no matter what, good or bad, because I know he's going to do something for me in the future that's going to be bigger than what I wanted now. And that how I should just read the Bible, talk to him day and night, pray to him, pray to other, pray to about other people, you know, that are around me in my life. Or, or who I don't even know over there on the other side of the world, you know, because I know that one day we might cross paths and, you know, he could make an impact on my life, you know, because God works in many ways <laughs> unimaginable. So I'm just grateful to, you know, you know, be a child of God and to just be on his side because I know he helped me through everything and I'm just going to give him everything. So... <laughs> yes, sir. I love it. Um, we're trying to think where to pick off from there. You just we just got deep there. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I, I want to hear this. So I'm a distance runner. Many of my guests are distance runners. So I'm like very well versed in how distance runners train, having been through it myself. Hurdling, on the other hand, I have no clue what it's like. So take me through like what a normal week in your life looks like from a training perspective. Everything you do Monday through Saturday. Well, Mondays and Tuesdays, I mean, if we're talking off season, we mostly hit the gym, you know, hit some weights. But when we're in our, when we're actually going into our actual season, which is the summer, uh, we mostly go out on the track uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, uh, some Mondays. So we hit some speed work, uh, some flat speed work to where we can do some speed endurance and 120s, 150s, uh, 60s, 40s and uh, do some wickets, you know, where you can just run between to get your foot down quicker. And, or Tuesdays, we can have some hurdle training where we can do the six-step push, where we can do uh, squeezing the hurdles a little bit so we can get that three-step in. That Tuesday for my hurdle work is like the longest practice because it takes a lot of effort to actually do the training right in the hurdles. So like yeah, I do some hurdle mobility to make sure my hips are activated the way they should be um, to make sure that um, my legs, my arms are naturally correlated to, uh, in between the hurdles to make sure that all of it is just how we can be replicated in a race without the adrenaline. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so and uh, we take a break on Wednesday and then we go back in on Thursday, either the speed work or hurdles. And we have an additional practice on Saturday if anybody wants to get some extra work in, anything like that. So, like, it's kind of like a complete weekend of, like, going on the track, resting, all of that. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> Alex, what is the hardest speed workout you've ever done that you you were seeing god on the track because <laughs> you were so deep into the Ooh. well <laughs> you know that was funny when you said that because it was not i don't know if it was i don't know if if it was speed endurance but like we did the 45 second uh run and <laughs> it's funny what you say when you see god because i actually did almost see god when i did it because i'm being legit with you like i almost saw god because like i was actually going all out on the 45 second 
having that strategy of just sprinting over through the 100 curve and then holding, maintaining that speed, having big arms through the last curve and do the straight. And then when it's almost 45 seconds, I started to, because <laughs> when they had the cones for that, like 300, 310, 320, 330, 340, uh, I made it to 360, I made it to 369. And <laughs> as soon as I got there, I kind of like dived for it because <laughs> I wanted to go far. And then I think I hit the ground so hard to where I was like, I couldn't see, I couldn't see, I couldn't see. Like, I was, I was like so scared. And, you know, I tried to breathe. And I was, because like first off, everybody was looking at me like, Alex, are you okay? And I was just like, what's going on? I can't see, I can't see. Like, all I see was pure whiteness. And like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to think of me. I mean, I hope I ain't scaring nobody on this podcast because, like, you know, it's it's just a funny, it's funny moment, you know, because, like, because <laughs> that's how track is. Like, you know, you try to go all out, you try to get the best result out of it. And, like, you know, I don't know. I think I should not dive that day. But, like, I could just look back at it as, like, you know, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe I did that, man. Why not just stay up? Like, <laughs> So what, like, yeah, yep. so excited, yeah. yeah. What's the forty-five second workout like? Break it down for me. So you just run all out for forty-five seconds. Like how many reps? You run all and... out for forty-five seconds and see where you end on the track. So like most of us on the track team end on the like to the mid, like to the mid uh, end of the straightaway. So like when you're getting to your last one hundred, we end like right there, like at the three fifty mark, around the three fifty mark. Um, but like we're trying to get to the finish line in 45 seconds is like kind of the objective. But like most, but our objective is to go as far as you can for 45 seconds. And then we'll try to put in some training to specific parts to where it can kind of get you faster. And then afterwards in like a few months, we put on the 45 second again to see where you're at. And most of, and a lot of us, I mean, all of us improved from there. So like I was from like three forty three when I came onto this team. I well three almost three forty three to three or three thirty three, I think. I was I was way behind. Like I didn't even make it past the half when I came on the team. But like when it came to this year now, when it took a whole year of training, it got me all the way up to three sixty nine, which is almost close to the finish line which i'm very proud of like <laughs> which is crazy because when you actually finish the race the estimate could be around a 48 or 47 so like that's a pretty smoking. solid time like <laughs> yeah, smoking. For, especially for a hurdler like <laughs> right wild but so yeah. you clearly work very very hard uh if people didn't know that they now know that that you're pushing yourself to the point of <laughs> almost seeing god <laughs> during a track workout so why is yeah. that important for you to work hard to chase after your goals and chase after your dreams and it may sound like a cliche question but a lot of people who are talented think that the results are going to come and i think the best athletes are the ones who utilize their talent with hard work and that's what makes the masterpiece rather than just relying on their talent yeah yes 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 exactly because uh there is no way okay so like high school they be all trying to use raw talent but like me on the other hand where i separate myself the rest from the pack though i've always been putting that hard work behind that raw talent to make sure that i could build it stronger off of what i created my foundation um 
I've been trying and like what keeps me going and what keeps me working so hard is that like I don't we like my coach, Coach Candy, Coach Squares, Coach RJ, uh, Coach Collins, uh, Coach Collins, Coach Marlin, all of them from Fast University and Hurdle Science and Speed Prep. They all they all been telling me to not rely on time. Because time is gonna come later, and while as long as you put in the work, the progression from that work, it's gonna come later. I promise you. If because like for example, like Aaliyah Hobbs, for instance, she hasn't hit her PR in like what around like what three, four years, and she finally hit it on that one meet, and she's now forever grateful for hitting that PR. And when looking up to her and how I can apply it on my life, like seeing that it's just like man she was actually patient with what she was doing she wasn't rushing the process she was trusting the process and like how there was no failure in sports like all of that is a progression to being great in what you do and looking at that is just making me want to get on that track even more and work harder you know and like take my patience and take my time take it slow let life do its course to you and you'll get somewhere and you're going to get the time you want. So like, that's what I believe in all the progression of raw talent and everything like that. Let's talk about your indoor title at the Nike indoor national meet. Take me through that race, that, that W and the 60 meter hurdles. And then also take me through uh, maybe a little uh, appearance on Times Square. Oh <laughs> man, I could not believe it. Like it was the best experience of my track season. Like that was actually one of my favorite memories of my track season. Oh, it's like going to New York, how everybody is just like, you know, everybody just sees New York on TV, but like actually be in there, like it's a whole different world. Like it's a whole different world. City with lights, the city never sleeps. Like it's just a dream come true actually being there. It's even a dream come true actually being on a billboard at Times Square, which is beyond belief. Cause, <laughs> cause I was always wanting to be a showcase, you know, like, you know, or, or even like be a model one day if, if possible, you know, just see myself up there and be like, oh my gosh, that's me and everything. Like <laughs> it feels good, but like, on the track side of it, like it took, it was a long time coming. Like last, like last year's Nike outdoors did Ocean Breeze in Staten Island. Um, you know, after my injury, uh, we actually got on the track and I ran a PR 805 with got me fourth, but then the finals got 808 with uh, sixth place, which ended on the, me on the last uh, place on the podium for All American. Um, I thought running that seven, running under below eight seconds could be really challenging, you know, but when you actually put in the work, it got me from 805 PR to a 780, which is a US number one on my first indoor track, in my first indoor uh, track meet in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. And then now, um, and now coming to Nike to finish it with the 772, like having that constant 787, 787, 785, 782, 783, and then 776, 782, 772. Like it's just all, it's just all coming together. Like you have a fruition, realizing your goals and then actually achieving them. Like it, 
like it's a blessing to have to see what you're doing to see what you're about to do and actually executing it and achieving it later so like crossing that finish line i was like oh my gosh i cannot believe this 772 it actually won nationals like i can't believe it like <laughs> but man like the drive the drive was there like the drive was there you know i never lost hope especially when um Nathaniel Ryan was right in front of me. You know, I never lost hope. Stay patient between the hurdles and finish first with the title. Um, it kind of felt, it kind of felt blessed, like to actually, you know, win actually at a national level. You know, and I don't know. It's just, it just felt so. It felt like I belonged there. You know the environment because it's not just winning it it's just being there it's just like everybody's on your side and everybody would cheer for you no matter what which i just love about nike outdoor nike indoor about inside and all of the family behind it nike outdoor nationals coming up you didn't make the u20 meet you kind of talked about that that kind of gave you a chip on your shoulder maybe for lack of a better word you got back to work Guess what? Undefeated season so far. Let's talk about the Nike Outdoor National Meet. What are we looking to do here? Man, I mean, I'm looking. I mean, the times I've been running now, like, I think I touched on the record uh, thing twice. But, like, you know, I mean, who knows? I could probably break it, you know. But, like, I'm just going over there just to have a fun time because I'm already signed. Like, so there's no other There's no other way of pushing it even harder. Just trying to make it because... You know, I already have a supportive family, no matter how good or bad I've done, you know, as long as that I have a family on the next level in college, like, I'll be all right, you know. So I'm just over there just having fun, staying light on my feet, just taking care of my body right now, eating the right foods, doing the right workouts, not wasting much time, mostly recovering, because I just took a week of recovery. And I think this is past, I think today is over a week right now. Uh, I just got back on the track yesterday, you know, just did a little sprint workout and everything. And now me just resting again today because I know I'm going to have a long summer. And, like, I think probably after Nike Outdoor is uh, U20s again for Pan Ams, which I think God was trying to help me save for that. So, like, instead of last year, it's going to be this year because I can feel it. But, um, no, I just can't wait to see the people over there again, the people I race against in indoor, knowing that, we, we're here or at Eugene, Oregon, ready to put on a show for the people, you know, to watch and look at, look back at it and be like, man, those people are fast. Man, I want to be like them, you know, have an influence on all the people that you can get there. You can be there. You can, you can do so much stuff on that track as long as you put the work in today. So, yeah. I love it. You've competed at Hayward Field before. What is that environment? It's almost like an electric environment. What's it like competing in the stadium? <laughs> No, seriously, like, like it's so big. Like, <laughs> I've never been there before. And, like, I've just watched it on TV and everything, and, like, how they're building the Hayward Outfield. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a, such a beautiful venue. And then looking over there, because I remember walking up to the Hayward Field uh, Stadium and just looking at it, I was like, Jesus, dude. Uh, <laughs> Isn't this a uh, UFO kind of alien kind of spaceship, whatever is <laughs> going on there? <laughs> like, it's just, it's like, it's overly above your head. Like, I just feel like it's bigger than New York City. Like, it's just, 
crazy like and being in there the place is clean everywhere you walk it's a track like it's built out of a track like it's crazy and like you can train anywhere you want to and just sitting there even like as much as i want to run on the track just sitting there in the seat and being a fan it's just crazy because i feel like i'm in the race because i remember sitting in the venue watching uh uh, the uh, world championship trials after my U20s. And I was like, man, I felt this. And I felt that, man. I was like, oh my gosh, I am him. Like, I could run fast like them. Like, you know, I could be them one day, you know, because like, I felt like I was in the race, you know. I felt everything, every step, every push, and every finish, and all of that. And it's just, man, bro, if I just work hard, man, it is never too late. Like, it's going to come soon. Sky's the limit. So, Sky's the limit for Alex. Sky's the limit, for real. <laughs> Alex, I'm curious, as you start to wrap up your high school career, you've had an undefeated season, you've won a state title, you've won a national title. You know, I'm going I'm to say it. And from Dominic's uh, mouth, I think you're going to you pick up some more hardware in the coming month, month or two. Uh, what do you want your lasting legacy to be on the high school track and field scene? I don't know, man. I haven't really thought about it as much. You know, I've been trying to, I mean, I've been trying to leave behind uh, my high school. When I leave to college, just leave behind high school, like everything I've done for them and how it can make an impact in the community because our world, especially my high school, is not getting better. Um, I mean, we always have problems every day, uh, every fight, all of that. And I don't know. I just want to change the community for the better. And I know I had some teammates on the North 40 track team who are North 40 choir on my side about that and how we can make a change in not just the world, but in our own community as well. Because, you know, everything starts from small and then it gets bigger from there. Because knowing that people can multiply and make a difference. But looking at me, because I've been realizing that every kid, every teenager has been looking up to me. Uh, they even made the Alexander Chukukela effect. I was like, <laughs> man, bro, you crazy, man. Like, but like, man, just looking, this they, when they all looked up to me, all they see is potential, hope, and grace, and and just like, and them just like talking about that to me, it just brings, it just makes my day, cause my objective every time, every day I wake up in the morning is to make everybody smile. It's at least make one person smile, make their day at least one time, for one person each and every day, because I know I can't carry the world by myself, because I'm gonna need some people behind my back, cause we all unite as one to carry the world. So, like. I just pray that when I leave this high school, everybody could just look because I already donated my uh, state winning jersey to the office to where everybody can just walk in and just look at the jersey and be like, man, wow, I can, I, you know, like it, was, it doesn't have to be track. Like it could be something else like arts and humanity or it could be in computer science. It could be uh, as a dancer or you could be in a club or something like you could do something you can do something amazingly huge for your school and then like you know use that to change for the community you know because i've been trying to do that same thing using track to impact people's lives for the better to get good grades stay in the classroom behave well um and also serve for your people that you love because you know they all because they're all looking up to you and depending that only that you can like um 
help your family do what's right and you know just try to bring their name up and you bring honor to the people that you love so i think that's my legacy and i just pray that when as i move on you know everybody will not forget that uh so much i've done for them that you can do the same thing you know not forget who you are as a person not on the track not on not me not this alex chuakello on the track like look at me as alexander chuakello as a person to you knowing that i'm willing to i'd love to be your friend like you know i look like you like you know dominic like i want to be your friend like you know because i can't just use you just to get my name out there because i just want to use because like i just want to you know build relationship wherever i go no matter what the case is so you know this is who i am as a person and I just pray that more people don't have to be like me, but can be themselves, but as a better person, you know? So that's pretty much. Bro, I was <laughs> spitting fire on the podcast. <laughs> Alex, man, got to get you on here more. Uh, one final question for you. Eugene, let's say they have every food in the world, every restaurant in the world. You win a national title. You set a record, dream ending. What are you, what are you going for post-race meal and dessert? Ooh. <laughs> My coach gonna hate me for this, <laughs> but uh, oh my gosh! Like I've been, I've been on my grind, and like I've been eating so healthy. Like I'm so tired of it, but it's for my own good. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. There's some healthy foods that are actually really good that I would love to try, but like too much of it's not good for you. But like, man, bro, like I would love a burger from Water Burger, like. <laughs> Like the number, the sweet and spicy bacon burger, like with some extra fries on the side and some Sprite drink to drink. Like, <laughs> I love me some gummy bears and like some Herbio gummy bears I love to eat after the race. And oh my gosh, what else? Cause I have so much, I have a big list of what I want to eat after I'm done. Like, <laughs> I mean, it only take a few days to lose it. I'll get on the track and like you know lose it but when I get off of it I'm gonna go back to it again because how good it tasted but like that's my that's my post meal like afterwards like I just love a burger just at least just one burger just one burger you like, can't go wrong with that choice can't go wrong with I, it I'm saying, like it tastes too good like you just be sitting there just enjoying your food because I would dance in eating my food because of how good it tastes like I love when it <laughs> Oh, me. Well, Alex, Chuku Kalu, did I get it right there? Yeah, you there got we it. Go. Perfect, We're going. We're going, bro. We're getting better. I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> Alex, Chuku Kalu, appreciate all the wisdom you shared on the podcast today. Best of luck at Nike Outdoor Nationals. I know you're going to kill it, so excited to watch it unfold. Appreciate you. Thanks, my brother. Thank you. God bless you. I love you, man. Thanks for everything, bro, for this opportunity to talk with you, man. You're awesome. real blessing. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you, man. That's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of The Running Effect with Dominic Schleter. I don't take your time for granted, and I hope that today's episode impacted you and left you walking away inspired and all the more motivated to chase after your biggest goals and walking away a better version of yourself. Make sure you're following the podcast, have given us a five-star review, and consider sharing with a friend. Through that, we can reach new people and hopefully inspire them in the process. Also, make sure you're following us on social media at The Running Effect to stay up to date on all the exciting projects and all the new episodes coming out. Generally, we release two to three episodes per week, so stay tuned for all of those coming your way shortly. I hope you're running and life is going well. Guys, keep chasing mastery, and I will catch you in next episode.